So we are in our third message uh, in our uh, relationship series, I'm So Tired of Being Alone. And this is uh, on last week, on the week before, uh, or last Sunday, uh, we talked about, uh, you know, being single and, and being alone. We talked about, and that was really our foundational message. Uh, and then on, on this past um, Thursday, we talked about um, um, some of the phases uh, and things that we have to, to go through uh, in preparation for uh, what it is that um, God wants us to do. We talked about uh, some of the uh, preparations that have to be made, um, and we talked about, we looked at Esther and how she had to leave her old ways. Uh, her old ways of being prepared and knowing how things would be. She had to leave it alone to do, uh, to get herself prepared for where God was taking her. Um, we talked about allowing God to finish uh, uh, women, allowing God to finish you um, so that then he can present you uh, as a CCW. Uh, and then we talked about the three signs of relationship readiness, the three signs of relationship readiness. Uh, and that brings us up to uh, kind of where um, we are. We've talked about some of the uh, individual requirements because I told you all uh, that a relationship uh, is just a joining of two individuals uh, and so we want to take two whole individuals uh, and then put them together and then two holes uh, will make one um, and so we talked about uh, the individual and the individual responsibilities uh, and now we're going to start moving into some of the collective things and some of uh, the more practical things about how it is as we go about um, getting uh, moving into a relationship uh, and the natural progression uh, of that how how it is that we go about doing that so today's uh, message is step one um, step two uh, and then step three uh, and the things about these steps or these phases is that you have to go in order uh, if you go out of order it's, it's going to be messed up uh, and some of us probably have done it out of order before, as we'll see, uh, and it just didn't turn out the way it was supposed to turn out. Uh, it's kind of like it's kind of it's, it's kind of like putting the dry ingredients, you know, to a cake in the oven before you ever add uh, the liquid ingredients. If you do it that way, it's really not going to turn out the way in which uh, you intended. So uh, you have to kind of go in order to get this thing right. So the same with relationships, uh, we have to go in order. Uh, we're going to talk about um, that order uh, of a healthy relationship relationship because uh, again we don't want to be in just any relationship we want to be in a healthy uh, successful relationship uh, and a healthy relationship has a natural uh, progression uh, and then we're going to talk about some of the questions or the things uh, that you must talk about uh, with your potential uh, husband or wife uh, what you must talk about in the beginning some things you need to go ahead and get on out there uh, and make sure you address um, so that they won't cause an issue later on down the road uh, and I think because I think a lot of times uh, it uh, it, it's not that the answers was not there, it's just that we didn't ask the right questions to get the answers in which we needed. Uh, so there are some things that we need to know before we progress in a relationship, and so we have to make sure that we are bold enough to ask the right questions to be able to move um, to that point. Uh, on your reference sheet, we're going to use kind of as a, as a springboard to where we are going uh, in this message, uh, 2 Corinthians, uh, the 6th chapter, uh, verses 14 and 2 Corinthians, the sixth chapter, verses 14 and verses 15. Uh, in the scripture reads, Do not be yoked together with uh, unbelievers, for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? 
What harmony is there between Christ uh, and Belial? What does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? Um, when we look at the, um, the, the, the cultural uh, and historical perspective of this particular scriptures, we understand that um, Paul, what Paul was saying has much broader uh, implications. He wanted us to understand um, just it, it, in general that, look, you can't, trying to, there are certain things that just won't mix. And just like there are certain things that just like oil and water, right? There's certain things that just won't mix. There are certain people who just won't mix. Um, and so if you try to make it mix, it just won't, it just won't work. It won't work out. So he, had, he said, look, you got you to gotta get to a point where we find somebody uh, that has a commonality with you that can understand you and you can understand them. Um, you all have some common characteristics, some common things uh, in your background, and some things that uh, will allow you to have a healthy, uh, progressive relationship. Um, and so uh, Paul wanted us to understand that, that we have uh, some things in common that we make sure uh, that we can live in harmony with one another. Uh, and a lot of times our differences that we didn't know they were differences to the end uh, causes us not to be able to live uh, in harmony. In Amos 3 and 3, the Bible says, do two walk together unless they have agreed to do so. Um, you cannot touch and agree and walk with somebody unless you all have uh, agree. And a lot of times we have disagreements about things that we never talked about in the beginning. Because had we talked about them in the beginning, we would have realized that we disagreed about those things then. Uh, and so I, I'm hoping to help us to be able to get to the point where we can make sure uh, that we know what we're getting ourselves into, that we can make sure that uh, we know who it is that we're actually dealing with. And I believe by asking the right questions and, and doing things uh, in a in the proper order uh, and allowing that natural progression, we will be able to. Um, we'll be able to uh, know what it is, know who the person is that we are dealing with. Um, so we're going to approach it from a more practical perspective uh, on tonight and some of the things that uh, we need to do. Um, now, uh, again, there's three steps, three phases to being in a healthy relationship, uh, and you must have success in each phase for it to be successful overall. You must have success in each phase for it to be successful overall, meaning that I can't get it wrong in phase one or step one and still move on to phase two. No, I, if I get it wrong in phase one or step one, that means that there is no progression on to phase two. Y'all get that? So I'm saying if it don't work in phase one, if it don't work on, then I can't, I can't force it to move on or to make it be something that is not. And a lot of times we, a lot of times we make excuses or we, 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 we not, we don't, uh, we don't realize or we don't give enough attention to the flags in which we see in the beginning. We don't, we take it for granted. We saw the flag, but then we act like we didn't see it. Like we heard what he said, but then we act like we didn't hear it. And we knew something in our spirit said, that just don't sound right, that just don't sit right with me. But a lot of times we just looked over it uh, and not taking those things into account. So phase one or step one uh, of a, a healthy progressive relationship uh, is our intellectual relationship. It is our intellectual uh, relationship. Uh, intellect, intellect or intellectual uh, means just a literate uh, thinker, uh, someone who is involved in thought or, or uh, and reason, uh, and it comes from the Latin word um, to understand. Uh, listen, you, you have to be able to have a, uh, a grown-up adult conversation with the person that you're with. 
Y'all have to at least be on the same, way, the same wavelength. Uh, you all have to at least understand each other uh, in certain areas or, or the direction in which you are going or intend on going. Um, you have to be able to, to, to do that, to be in a successful relationship. Um, you can't be, uh, again, on one end of the spectrum and he is on another end uh, of the spectrum. Um, you can't be uh, working on your master's and then uh, he, he ain't even finished his GED yet. Y'all going to be too incompatible. You understand that? So you're trying to have a conversation about how you're going to progress and get your PhD, and this dude didn't finish the 10th grade. I'm not saying it's not, not about, the, per se, the education, but you can understand how those two people will have a hard time having an intellectual conversation, being able to communicate on an intellectual level because they are just at two different places. Now, you, you got to, so, so in understanding that, having that, uh, and it's the same thing I said, you know, men, whether it's the man or the woman, having being able to have that uh, intellectual uh, uh, conversation, because a lot of times, you know, women do it, uh, men do it, and then we end up with somebody who really is not compatible enough with us uh, on that level intellectually, because we can't even have conversations that we would like to have because that person ain't there yet. Um, so one, we have to make sure the person that we are with uh, are there yet, so are there um, so that we don't have uh, those type of issues. Now, uh, so when we're going into our intellectual relationship, this is the part where we become friends. Th this is the part where we become friends. The, I, there are too many people that are in relationship and they are not even friends with the person they're in a relationship with. Meaning that they're together, but they don't even, your, your friends you like talking to, you like being around, you like, you know, just hanging out with, you like just, you know, spending time with. And there are too many people that are in relationships that they don't even like being around each other. Listen, this is the point where you, where you find out, what, do I, would I just like just being around you just normally? Would I just like hanging out with you just normally? Uh, we can just, you know, just be friends and just, if we get to that point, because what happens is, if I take the time in this intellectual phase to understand if we can just be friends. Some people you choose just can't be friends with because they just do things different than you. Some people just look corny and they just got odd ways of doing stuff and y'all just not compatible. But you know there are some people that you meet and y'all just kind of click. It just seems like y'all been knowing each other all your life. See that's and that's what you want to try to find in a relationship. Somebody that you just kind of click with and y'all just y'all can be around each other whether you're just friends or in a relationship or what have you. Whether you're unmarried or unmarried y'all just like enjoy each, other, in each other's company uh, and to be in a relationship in that manner. So uh, again, uh, we have to be able to become friends. You have to be able to become friends if you plan on being able to become married. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you're gonna have to have a, a relationship that's built upon more uh, than just sex or money or anything else. I'm telling you, you, you gotta be able to, you're talking about being married, you're talking about uh, to death do us part, you're talking about basically have, you know, when we say happily ever after, we're talking about forever. This is somebody you're talking about being with forever. I'm telling you, so if you're going to be with that person forever, it might be a good idea to actually like that person. Amen. It might be a good idea to actually be friends with that person. And in this, it's in this intellectual stage where I find out whether or not we're just friends. Do we just like each other's company or being around each other? Uh, and then that, so that is progression that we have. And from that, uh, once, we, once we've come to a point where, okay, we're friends, we're good, okay, you know, I like being around you, you like being around me, we just enjoy, enjoy each other's company. I understand that we can have an adult conversation, we kind of right there uh, on the same wavelength, uh, and then we can, we can progress uh, on from that point um, to, uh, to the next phase. Now, uh, everybody you meet, you will not enter into a relationship with.
Again, this phase one is a is for you trying to build a friendship, not a relationship. And see, a lot of times we go into a relationship without ever becoming friends with the person. And see, that is a lot of problem because when we become friends, sometimes we'll find out that I should never even be in a relationship with this person, that this person is better just a friend. And so by, by taking the time in an intellectual phase, uh, we can find out whether we would like to even be in a relationship with that person. So again, some people which you meet will become friends with you, but you, so you'll, you'll build a friendship with some people, but not build a relationship with them. So, so y'all get what I'm saying? So again, you'll build a friendship, but not uh, a relationship because uh, some people you're just gonna, not going to be uh, uh, intellectually connected with. Um, so now, then we begin to, uh, to move on with the person uh, to have some, some type of interaction with them um, and, uh, and be able to progress from that point once we got the intellectual part down. But you got to get that. I'm telling you, if you don't get that, it's going to frustrate you to be trying to talk to somebody that you really can't talk to. Have you ever tried to explain something to somebody and no matter how hard you tried, they just could not get it? And then after a while, you was like, you know what? I just, you know, I'm just going to leave this alone because you just ain't feeling what I'm saying. You just not there with me. And that is not a place you want to be in a marriage or relationship because that is going to be frustrating for you to be sitting there trying to have a mate with your husband or your wife or your potential husband and wife. And y'all just ain't they just ain't understanding what you're saying. You just can't seem to understand what they're saying. That is a frustrating position to be in. And so I believe by in that in that intellectual phase, uh, we can begin to uh, we can we, we can we can block off some of that and keep ourselves from having to go through that type of frustration. Amen. Now, uh, this stage uh, is good, the intellectual stage, because there's no attachments. we just friends. So what happens is, though, when we go right into a relationship, now, you know, we began to build attachments that we, because uh, in that, uh, in the relationship, we began to know things about each other and things of that nature that uh, we, we, we shouldn't have known until we got to the second stage, which is the emotional stage. But we began to, if we skip, uh, if we don't spend enough time in the intellectual stage, um, we, we tend to, uh, we tend to start to build attachments. By being a friend, we can be just that. That way, there's no issues. You know, you don't have to go back and then say, because a lot of times we get into a relationship, then we have to go back and say, well, you know what, we should just be friends after you have been in a relationship for three months. See, if you had taken the time in the intellectual stage, you would have understood or knew that I should never been in a relationship with the person in the first place. So, so look, so look, you're saving yourself some heartache by making sure that you really want to be in a relationship with this person or that a relationship could actually work. You're saving yourself the heartache if you just slow down a bit. Let's take your time. Let's actually become friends. We say that all the time. Well, let's just be friends. Next thing you know, y'all, you know, you introducing them to your folks and stuff like that. So if you're going to be friends, say that. Let's look. Let's I'm serious. Like, let's really be friends. I think sometimes people mistake friends from being a, a relationship. So you have to make sure that you make things clear as you're progressing through the relationship. If we're friends right now, let's just make this clear. So I don't need you calling me every day, texting me every other hour, asking me where I'm going and all this other type of stuff. I don't need you just up under me because, look, we're trying to build a friendship. Your friends don't act like that, do they? Real friends don't act like that. You know, friends kind of cool and stuff like that. So you, you got to make sure that you set the boundaries like, hey, we're building a friendship and not a relationship. And when the time is right, uh, if the time ever comes, then we will say, okay, now it's time for us to progress uh, into uh, a relationship. Now, uh, 
you can also find out in the intellectual core phase uh, if you're dealing with a crazy or not. So, you know, it's this time you can buy in that intellectual stage, you can find out if they're crazy or not because a lot of people get into relationships, then they get out of it, and they were like, he was crazy. You could have found that out before you ever got in a relationship with him. So take this time during this intellectual stage to find out if he crazy or to find out if she crazy. That way you cannot waste your time and have all that headache of hooking up with somebody that just flat foot crazy. Take the time to get to know them so you'll know if they're crazy or not. Don't wait until after y'all, you know, y'all done been together for years and then you just get sick and tired and fed up uh, and then, you, you know, you, you end the relationship and then you, because everybody say that, oh, he was just crazy. Some of the guys relationship, yeah, they were crazy. You know, and it's a lot of times that if you hook up with a crazy, you crazy for hooking up with them. So you got to make sure that we got to make sure that we do that. Now, uh, how are we going to know if that person is crazy? Well, if we ask the right questions in a relationship, when we're actually trying to get to know the person, not try, I'm talking about trying to get to know them, not trying to get with them. See, we spend so much time trying to get with them that we never get to know them. If we ask the right questions, uh, start talking about the right things, we can find out where a person's mind is, where their heart is, where they are as it relates to commitment and things of that nature, uh, and then we'll be able to effectively evaluate whether that person would be a suitable mate or not. But a lot of times, we don't have enough information to make an informed decision because we never ask the right questions that would solicit the right information. So there are some things that, uh, some questions, some things that you need to know uh, about your mate before you uh, uh, get into a relationship because there are too many things that we just don't talk about uh, when we go into a relationship. We assume too much. We assume they go to church. We assume that they committed. We assume that they faithful. We assume they had never been in the marriage. We assume that they're not dating nobody else. We assume too many things. And so a lot of times then we find out that now we mad, now we frustrated because there are some things that we didn't know about a person because we assumed that they just wasn't that way. They wasn't like that. We assumed that uh, because they, they rode a nice car that they had money or they managed money well. We just assume uh, too uh, many things. So we have to make sure that we don't, uh, that we stop assuming and that we start asking. We stop assuming and we start asking. So then, and from that point, we'll be able to go further uh, and move to the second stage uh, or the second step of a healthy relationship, which is our emotional stage. This is where um, we find out more about the person. I'm talking about more, some of the, you know, our, our little secrets or our inner things or kind of how we really are. Um, this is where we find out uh, about those things. Again, you can't just open yourself up during the friendship stage or you telling them all your business, you know, because some people don't need to know everything about you, especially if you find out that y'all not going to progress through a relationship anyway. So in that first phase, you can find out there are certain things that, you know, uh, that you, you won't reveal until you get to the emotional stage once we have established, uh, once we have established uh, that uh, that we are going to progress into a relationship that we got intellectual part down, we can be friends, we can just, you know, we enjoy each other's company, uh, and then we're going to move on uh, from that point. This is the stage, the emotional stage or the emotional step where we get to uh, find out about their values, their beliefs, uh, and things of that nature. This is where they get to find out about yours. This is where we really kind of get to a feel of where we are emotionally, uh, uh, you know, psychologically and things of that nature by the things uh, in which we, uh, by the things in which we do. Uh, now, this is not the point. Again, this is, uh, this is the point where we really get to know that person, uh, you know, on a, on a deep deeper, uh, more spiritual level. Uh, this is not the point where you already got past the, the, the point where uh, you know you, you like them or not, because you wouldn't even be, be entertaining them if you didn't like them. So obviously the physical part is good. 
Because you wouldn't even ever, y'all wouldn't even be at this point if the physical, if you hadn't, if you hadn't at least said, okay, they good enough, they look, they look good enough to take home. I mean, because a lot of times that is our first attraction is, you know, the way in which they look. So obviously we've gotten past that point where they look good enough to at least take them home. So, so, so now we don't need to spend time talking about how good they look because we got past that point already. The fact that we on a date, the fact that we even entertaining each other is, 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 is evident that you at least think they uh, attractive enough to be with you or to be on a picture with you. Um, so we didn't got past that point so we don't need to spend a lot of time there uh, what we need to stop doing uh, is stop dating and start interviewing we, we need to stop dating and start interviewing um, because it's in, during that interview process where uh, where where someone is able to again is to make that evaluation uh, and to get the answers in which uh, they desire when we start interviewing we can get the answers to the questions in which we have now that go both ways it's like I'm telling you the things that which you should do when you're uh, when you begin to start interviewing uh, that uh, they they should be doing the same thing. So you you should not think it's strange when somebody asking you some of the same questions. And as a matter of fact, they should because they need to find out whether you're crazy or not. So they might need to know they need to know whether they need to enter a relationship with you or not. So you got to make sure so that person shouldn't be asking questions. So that's why it should be mutual. A lot of times you don't feel, you know people say, well, I know you don't, you don't want to feel like you like interrogating the person. Yeah, but y'all should be kind of going back and forth. You ask a question, I ask a question. And we're going to get to know each other, so it's going to be even. I allow you, I'm allowing you to know some things about me, and, I'm, and you allow me to know some things about you. And from there, we're both, both going to make a decision whether this is something that we can move forward with uh, or not. Uh, now, uh, one of the first things that uh, you need to ask, especially, you know, if, if you're single now and that you need to kind of know and understand, um, I told you all about if you're single, however long you've been single, you've had a se season of singleness, a season to become selfish. So it's a good idea to understand and know how long that person has been single. It's a good idea to know how long they have been single because there's, there's a couple of things that you're, you're, you're looking for. One, one, just like you had a season of selfishness, they have had one too. And I told you all that uh, that's one of the, the, the one of the signs to make sure that a relationship readiness is when you get to the point where you're no longer selfish. So if this person is considering a relationship with you, you want to make sure that uh, that they have progressed through that season of selfishness and they're not the same selfish person they have been during their time of singleness. Now, it also going to help you uh, to know uh, about their uh, previous relationships. How long have you been single means because if you just been uh, if you only been on the market for a month, that means and you just coming out of a relationship. Listen, you don't want to end up being a rebound relationship. You don't want to end up being the person that they just so happen to find or they just get lonely because you just broke up with the person they really love. And so now they just looking for somebody uh, just to, you know, satisfy them for the time in which you're an end. So understanding how long that person has been single will give you a good indication. If that person only been single for a week or two and they already trying to get in a long relationship, they haven't had time to heal from the last relationship. So what do you if they hadn't had time to heal? What happens is if you go into a relationship with them, you they will bring that hurt that they have inside of them that has not healed into your new relationship. And that's what you don't want. So just like you don't want to take it into a relationship, so you want to make sure you have fully healed from your last relationship, you want to make sure that they have healed from their last relationship also. And by doing that, you'll get the understanding. If somebody tell you they just broke up with their person last week and they just okayed that, that is a flag. I'm telling you that is a flag. That is a flag. And I'm telling you, you got to be mindful. You got to be smart about this thing. We're not fools, uh, you know, for you know, when somebody tells us uh, things of that nature, we got to make sure that we're being mindful about the things uh, in which they're saying as it relates to their 
uh, as it relates to their last mates. Because you don't, again, you don't want somebody who has been bouncing around also. Somebody who's going from person to person to person to person. One that's not good, especially uh, as promiscuous as people are today. Um, because again, you don't want somebody that's been sleeping with, uh, you know, uh, Tom, Dick, and Harriet, and all of a sudden now they want to hook up with you. Because if you mess around sleep with them, then now you didn't slept with them and Tom, Dick, and Harry. So we got to make sure um, that we're not just hooking up with somebody who's just bouncing around from everywhere else. Because if that person is bouncing, it's a good chance that he's going to bounce on you too. He's going to bounce on you and then move on to the next relationship. So we got to be. Uh, mindful about that. Um, so by asking, uh, by finding out how long that person has been single uh, will give us a good indication. Uh, now, uh, is, has that, uh, one, is, is that person even single? Sometimes you need to ask that, like, are you single? You need to make sure because t some people just don't care. You got, I mean, you really need to make sure. You, some people really just don't care. You don't want nobody, you know, uh, trying to be in a relationship with you that's in a relationship. Or somebody telling you, oh, we kind of in between. No, I, we, ain't in be we can't be in between nothing. We either in or we out. Right. And so you got you to gotta, you gotta make, make sure uh, about that. Have that person ever been married? Dude, I'm telling you that. It, you, listen, this is somebody that you're considering marrying. So you need to find out why it is. So you want to find out how they've been married because that tells you if they've been married and divorced, that tells you that they did not have success in the last one. So you need to be real mindful about why that was because you need to make sure that the same thing that caused the divorce in his last marriage don't cause the divorce in this one. That is, that is legitimate and make sure we understand that and you got to expect that person to be uh, open and honest with if they have been married for sometimes people may make, make mistakes sometimes people do things when they're young and things of nature I get that I get that I understand that but I'm telling you a, a, if somebody having been a divorce is a good indicator you need to understand why and you need to make sure that they have healed from a divorce I'm telling you having some somebody who's been single uh, and in bad relationships um, is not as bad off as somebody has been a divorce and had I'm telling you having a divorce and then able to having to break it off especially if you have kids th things of that nature a lot of times people have to fully heal from that and you need to allow somebody time to heal from that if they have been in a divorce if it's in a long time ago by all means and it's kind of a case-by-case -case, um, basis because you never know who you're gonna meet you never know what their background is but you need to know that you don't need to go into it blind and acting you know not asking the right question not knowing uh, enough about that person now where are they uh, spiritually where is the person spiritually? Um, you know, especially a lot of times with you women, because, uh, you know, the church is, uh, you know, uh, uh, mainly women nowadays. Uh, so you got to make sure that when we're talking about, you know, uh, the spiritual aspect of it, you know, don't ask them what church they go to, because anybody can rob off a church. A ask them stuff like, well, what's your pastor name? I'm telling you, and if he stutter, he lying. If you say, what's your pastor name? And he say, uh, you know, pastor, pastor, what's the name? Yeah, at uh, Mount whatever. He's lying. That is an indicator of whether he's connected or not. Somebody who don't know their pastor name is not connected. I'm telling you, you got to understand that. So now you can, you can shake it off like, oh, he must just forget. No, no, no. I ask all y'all in here now, you ain't forgetting your pastor name when you connected with him. You, hi, hi, come on now. Somebody that you, you are in tune with, somebody that you listen to all the time, you sit in the class, you hear his sermons. I'm talking about week after week after week. The chance of you forgetting his name are slim to none. So, so, so when we ask those type of questions, we can get a feel of how connected 
that person is by their responses. So again, by just asking uh, the other questions, that will give you that uh, indication uh, of their connectedness. Now, uh, by them knowing that you want to have, you know, naturally you want to find someone, you being spiritual, you being a believer, want to find somebody who believe uh, the same thing uh, that you believe. You want to find somebody um, that's at least, uh, that's, you know, that is uh, connected in some form that has uh, a relationship with Christ. You want to find somebody like that. Now, uh, being, uh, being, you know, being in a relationship with somebody, you got to make sure y'all still on the same limb because you can't be a 20 year, 20 year Christian trying to hook up with a new convert because you're still going to have problems. So though they saved though you saved, he ain't there yet. He ain't there mentally and spiritually and things of that nature. You don't want to hook up with somebody, especially you women, where you got to beg him to go to church. That's not, that's not, that is, I'm telling you that I, if any of y'all have been there, you know how frustrating that is. And if you hadn't, I'm telling you that's frustrating for you, for you wanting to go to church and you got to beg him to, to come to church with you every Sunday. You got to try to force him to come to church. You got to ask him a hundred times just to get him to go. And he constantly telling you, well, I might do it or he might do it and things of that nature. You want a man that's going to wake you up, tell you, you need to hurry up so y'all won't be late for church. That's the type of person that you want to work, you want to hook up with on your spiritual path. You don't want somebody that you got to lead. Uh, a man is supposed to be a leader, a lead her. He's supposed to be a lead her. He is supposed to be leading her. You got to get that in your spirit and you got to make sure you do that. Now, I don't want to find somebody just in church. I want to find somebody that has the church in them. Amen. There are a lot of people in church but I need to make sure that you have the church in you. I need to make sure uh, there is something on the inside of you that is keeping you because I know that uh, if there is not something on the inside of you that's keeping you, I know that our relationship is not going to work because as soon as we out of each other's presence, there is not going to be something to stop you from cheating on me or to stop you from abusing me. I, there, I need for you to have something on the inside of you. So not just uh, in church, but having the church inside of them that they have, uh, they, they have uh, made a pact, that they have uh, committed themselves um, to, to doing things which God uh, has called uh, them to do. Because when they get the church inside of them, the thing about it is that uh, Jesus said the church was his bride. So now if, if the church is Jesus' bride, if they get the church on the inside, then they'll have Jesus on the inside because Jesus and the church is one. I'm telling you, that is a good indicator. I'm telling you, so it's not just being in church, but making sure that the church inside of them. And tell you, can't nobody hide it. They can talk all they want to. Your actions say something totally different. Your actions say something totally different. So I don't want to find out about you going to Sunday service I want to know what other services you go to. See, because that's going to let me know about your level of connectedness. Because I know some of y'all, especially y'all in the choir on the, on, the, on, the, on victory team, I, I know some of y'all, uh, people be saying, you always at church. So, matter you want to find out, is the person you hook up with always at church? See, that's a good thing for you because he's always in a place where he can get the word of God and be around other believers. That's a good thing for you. So, you want to find out, is this just a Sunday morning person that comes in for them? Or is he there uh, with the deacons? Is he there, uh, uh, you know, for the men's meeting? Is he there uh, for the choirs or the groundkeepers? What, what, what other times are you at church besides Sunday? That is a good indicator. Plus, you need to understand if you are connected like that and you at the church three times a week, you don't want him tripping about you being at the church three times a week. You don't want him now coming into your life telling you why you at the church so much. Well, if you find some more stuff to do at the church, you will be at the church just as much as I am. So if you want to hook up with somebody that want to go to the church just as much as you want to go to church or you're going to have a struggle. You're going to have a struggle. You're trying to go to church and he, he don't, he don't, now all of a sudden he don't like you uh, uh, going to church and things of that nature. So you want to make sure uh, that you, you hit those things off. So finding out where that person is spiritually. So how about, the, how about, how about their family? 
How about, how about you know, the background which they come from? Did, did you grow up with a dad? I'm telling you, uh, you know, a man that did not grow up with a dad, especially you women uh, that have children, I'm telling you, a lot of times he have a tough time because he did not see the proper example. You got to make sure, okay, so who, uh, you know, when, when you didn't grow up with your dad, so what men were in your life? You, he better have somebody, he better rattle off a pastor, a teacher, a coach, or somebody that began to pour into his life. Because if not, I'm telling you what it is that he, a lot of times, if he don't have that upbringing, somebody who has poured into his life about how to be a man, how to do things, how to treat women, how to, do, how to treat his kids, I'm telling you, you're going to have that struggle. So find out about that. That's a legitimate question. Did you grow up with a dad it, or, or the woman? Ben, you got to find out that she grew up with a dad. Because if she didn't grow up with, with one, a lot of times she don't know how to interact with a man because she'd never been around one. So a lot of times we have to be, especially women, you have to be retaught about your relationship with a man because if that, if, if that uh, model was not provided for you when you were young. So just like, just like you need to be asking that question, he needs to be asking the same question so that uh, he will understand, so that you all can understand kind of the background uh, and, and, the, and the areas in which you all come from. I'm telling you, all that stuff plays a part into it. You gotta make sure that, y'all, y'all kinda, y'all, that you all are on the same wavelength. Uh, do you have any kids? That's legitimate in the beginning. Dude, that's, that's big. You got to make sure. Do you have any kids? I'm telling you because that is so big because that is causing so many, so much strife and issues in relationship. Because if you hook up with somebody that, uh, uh, that has kids or somebody hooks up with you and you already got kids, somebody has to accept somebody else's ch- children. So I'm telling you, we, we say that, that, you know, okay, yeah, I accept their children. That's because a lot of times you're looking at the person. But I'm telling you, a lot of people struggle with that. A lot of people struggle with accepting somebody else's children. So you got to make sure that you hook up with somebody that ain't going to have that issue. So now, you know, and so if you have kids and they have kids, then y'all probably kind of understand each other. But I'm telling you, if you hook up with somebody, you got a child and they don't, or they got one and you don't, somebody often has issues. So you got to make sure that they big enough to deal with the fact that you already come bringing, coming into the relationship with a child. They got to, you, you got to make sure uh, that they understand that. See, you, you want to make sure that when you're talking to him, if he has a child, that about his 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 child his child's or children mother because a lot of times you need to make sure you need to try to start finding out whether she crazy or not you need to notice in the beginning i need to, okay i understand you made some mistakes or whatever that was some years ago you got a child by this girl but is she crazy let let me know now don't let me get surprised don't let me answer your phone one day and then she cuss me out and that's how i find out she crazy look tell me if the girl crazy now that way i could get my mind and my heart prepared to deal with her when we have to deal with her because i know you you wanting to be a father to your son still have to deal with crazy so look let just let me know in the beginning so we we can both figure out how we both gonna deal with crazy so get that so get that in your spirit if, if, you, if you're a man and you hook up with a woman and she already got a child, listen, you, that, that's something you got to deal with. Because if he a father, he's still trying to be a father. They didn't work, but he try, he's still trying to be a father. That means he's coming to get his son or his daughter. He's coming to pick them up. See, sometimes, listen, you got to think, when you progress the relationship, sometimes you might be, have to be the one to drop your stepson off to his daddy. Oh, every man ain't big enough for that. Every man is not big enough to that to deal with his stepson's father. You got to make sure that's the type of stuff y'all need to discuss in the beginning. If you know your, if you know that your son's father picks his sons up regularly, when you go into a relationship, you need to understand, like, hey, uh, 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 Derek, he comes every other week to get his son. So I just need you to know that in the beginning because he's going to show up at the house to pick up his son. So I don't want there to be no, I don't want there to be any issues, any problems. And I hope ain't nobody 
uh, boyfriend or <laughs> baby dad named Derek. <laughs> but because <laughs> y'all just kind of paused there for a minute. <laughs> but <laughs> but you but I'm saying but you need to you need you need you need to make sure of that. I'm saying you need you you need to make you need to make sure of that because everybody every man is not big enough for that. Because I'm saying we have different egos or what have you, and a man in the presence of another man that he knows and slept with his wife is not comfortable. That's just being real. Because I'm sitting there looking at a man that I know that been with my wife. That a lot of tense, so you got to make sure he's big enough for that. Man, we have to make sure that we're there, that we're ready for that, if we're going to enter into a relationship with somebody that already has a child. That's just being real. That just is what it is. If you don't talk about that stuff, I'm telling you that stuff is going to be a problem. That stuff is gonna be a problem because you don't want you don't want your new uh, you know your yo your person you're in a relationship now saying I don't want him coming over here. What you talking about? He been coming over here for the last three years picking up his son. You don't want them issues. You don't want those issues. So make sure uh, make sure that you do that. Thank you. Now. Uh, where we stop that? So you got to make sure. So again, uh, men and women, we want to make sure we get the kids issue out of the way. We want to make sure we deal with that. We want to make sure everybody everybody understands everything. So it ain't no issues now. So if you can't deal with that, then I guess it's best that we go ahead and stop this thing now. We don't need to progress in that because I don't need no issues. I don't need no problems. Uh, this, this is what it is. I got a child, so you just accept that or, or you don't. That just is what it is. I mean, you, sometimes you may have to leave it just like that if a person cannot deal uh, with the children that you might already have. Um, talking about future children especially if I'm telling you that's big and I talked to you a little bit about that y'all last this, this last week talking about uh, future children what your expectations are because if you hook up with somebody that don't have kids there is a good chance that they're gonna want kids so you got to make sure you understand like I said if y'all mutually agree they come in a relationship with kids you come into a relationship with kids y'all mutually mutually agree that hey we just gonna take care of each other's kids and all these kids gonna be ours and we gonna do it like that then hey you good but now you got to make sure that you all talk about that uh, in the beginning you have to make sure you do that so uh, uh, me and you got to make sure uh, you know that you talk to uh, the, the woman about your intentions she has to make sure uh, that she talked to you about uh, her intentions you can't you can't be sitting there as a woman saying well, I don't have any kids. He has one child by another girl, but I don't have any kids. But I, I you know, I want to have, you know, two or three kids when I get married. Well, you don't, you, I mean, you hooking them with somebody who's sitting there saying, I'm straight. I got that one son. I'm straight. I don't really want no more kids. That's going to be frustrating for you. I'm telling you, so you progressing in that relationship is going to tell you, you're going to cause yourself a heartache because you're going to be constantly wanting him to agree to have kids when he already told you in the beginning that he don't want to have kids. So y'all need to talk that thing out, and if he ain't compatible, but he just say he just ain't doing it, or he got himself fixed and ain't willing to get himself unfixed. I'm saying because a lot of men have done that, that have been promiscuous, got themselves fixed so they can make sure that they don't have any children. Well, if you plan on getting married, okay, you've done that in the past, you plan on getting married, I want some kids, so are you willing to go get yourself unfixed? That's the type of stuff you need to talk about. If you're, if you're, if you're a man and you want kids, you're talking to your, if she has a child, and y'all come into a relationship, you ain't got no kids? But uh, you always wanted a big family? So you sitting there talking about, oh, I, you know, I always wanted, you ask him, and he's sit telling you, like, well, I, want, I, you know, I, want, I would like to have about three or four kids when I get married. And you sitting there with your leg crossed, talking about, oh, ain't no five kids coming out of here. Right. No, you can't, that ain't gonna work. That ain't, that's not gonna, that is not going to work. 
So y'all need to, that's the type of stuff y'all need to talk that, y'all need to talk that stuff in the beginning. I'm telling you, don't let that stuff fester on and then later on down the road, you know, because y'all didn't talk about it, y'all didn't get that stuff out of the area, y'all didn't come to an agreement, that type of stuff you need to talk about. Once we, pro as we progress through our relationship and we realize that we're getting more and more serious about each other, this is the type of stuff that you need to talk about. You can't wait till you get married. I mean, y'all seen people in marriages, but then they having the disagreements about kids. Come on now. So we gotta make sure we get that stuff out in the open. We got to make sure that we deal with that uh, in the beginning. How, how about your credit? Listen, we know how important credit is now. You can't hardly get nothing now without no good credit. So listen, so, so just like, listen, so now you, you, if you got real good credit, you've been working on it all your life, you ain't never had a late payment. So you need to understand that if he come with bad credit, because when he, did, if, he if he come with bad credit and you got good credit, y'all credit just became average. So you got to understand that. You got to be willing to accept that. If he in a whole bunch of debt or she in a whole bunch of debt, listen, you just bought that debt if you hook up with them. That's your debt now. So you might as well just claim it. That's the type of stuff you have to deal with. Don't be, don't be mad about it once you get married. Don't be tripping about, man, if your credit wasn't so bad, you knew that in the beginning. That's why you need to talk about it. That way you ain't got to trip down the road. That way down the road, you be like, oh, I, I knew when we, when we got together, he told me that, you know, he had a couple of repos and stuff like that. So, you know, we just going to work through it together. Then that's just here's what it is. But go into it op open and everything. Don't wait until you get ready to buy a house. Then all of a sudden you find out how jacked up his credit is. So we need to make sure that we do that. We need to make sure that we do that in the beginning. Our goals and our ambitions. What, what, what are their goals and ambitions? What do they plan on doing with their life? What do they want to do? What, that's the type of stuff. Because you, you need to be asking that type of stuff. Because you, if you plan on, you know, retiring early and owning your own businesses and doing some things of that nature, you need to make sure they're kind of going in the same direction you are, that you, they feeling kind of the same things as you are. You need to make sure that they even have a plan or at least an idea of where they're going. So you need to, make, you need to be asking those questions, and you, and you need to have a plan, too, where you're going. Y'all don't need to be two people hooking up together, and y'all don't know what y'all going to do, where y'all going, what y'all trying to accomplish out of life. You need to make sure that you have that plan. And so just asking those type of questions about their goals and ambitions and then uh, knowing what your goals and ambitions are. Because I know if you, if, if a one, you know, if, if I was single and a woman asked me, what's your goals and ambitions, I'm going to rattle it off because I already know what they are. But then you know what my next question is going to be to her? Well, what's yours? So you need to make sure that you make you need to make sure that you know y'all discuss this, that, that those type of things and to make sure that y'all on the same wavelength and y'all are headed in the same direction. Now, uh, after we progress through the intellectual and the emotional stage, again, like I said, a lot of those deep-rooted things, there may be some other things that y'all need to talk about. There may be some things that happened in your history, happened in your past. There may be some family issues that y'all need to discuss. There may be some mental issues that y'all need to discuss. If you're on Social Security or SSI or you got some type of uh, illness or stuff like that, I'm telling you, that type of stuff you need to discuss. Don't, 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 don't wait till you get married then tell your, uh, your mate, your husband or your wife you got a doctor's appointment for an illness you didn't have for 15 years. You never told that about to them um, that causes an issue because the first question is well, why you didn't tell me so we talking about being open and honest in relationship that way we're going to accept everything or we're going to reject everything uh, from the beginning once through the intellectual and the emotional we'll move on to the physical stage now uh, the the physical phase or the physical step is supposed to be the culmination of our marriage where we uh, you know consummate our marriage uh, you know by uh, becoming uh, uh, sexually intimate uh, on our wedding night that's the way it's supposed to go once we establish the intellectual and the emotional, went on our wedding night, then we move on to our physical uh, relationship. 
It has gotten out of order so much, and that is the a lot of the problems that we have because what happens is when we move on to that physical stage uh, first, uh, we don't take enough time in the intellectual or the emotional. What happens is we we be, as we get as we go further to relationship after the physical stage, we begin to go back and start looking at those emotional and intellectual things, and we realize how incompatible we are. But now we already we already gave a piece of ourselves. Now we have already uh, moved in basically opened ourselves up to that person uh, and now we have moved to a point where we maybe have kids and things of that nature without establishing a foundation in our intellectual or emotional so that is what this is the way um, that it should be that we would go intellectual emotional uh, and then physical so uh, and I often ask people look you got to understand you want th that should be an exciting light that should be a highlight of your relationship at the time when you consummate your relationship listen because listen it don't matter if you if you if you ain't a version more that's all good but having this you aversion to the person you might meet though because they ain't never been there so you got to understand it still can be a highlight for you all if you all decide when you go into a relationship that we're going to keep ourselves the way in which God instructs us to that we're going to flee from sexual immortality and we're going to do it God's way and because of that I believe that God is going to honor and bless our marriage because we're putting him first in everything that we do that we are denying our flesh uh, to be able to allow the spirit to indwell uh, in us so because if not then you know what, what are you going to do your wedding night a lot of people have even thought, when are you going to do your wedding night? Y'all have, you know, y'all been, been doing your thing your whole relationship. What are you going to do? And that's, and that's the thing, you see what I'm saying? Because it's supposed to be like, man, I, shoot, my wedding night, man, I can't wait, man, me and my wife. It don't be like that. You know, that's, but that's the way, you know, back in the day, that's how it was. Like, man, when I get married, shoot, man, dude, y'all, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> but it don't be like that. That's because we done done everything. We done, we done, done everything. <laughs> Ain't no surprises on our wedding night. So we got to make something. And that's just, that's just being real. That's just being real. So like so, so if we made the mistakes in the past, okay, now let's move on. In my next relationship, it's going to be a surprise. He's going to be surprised about what he's going to get. That's how it should be. Now, uh, again, we, we want to we wanna make sure that we don't skip to the physical stage and we find out uh, we are uh, incompatible. So we want to make sure that we do not uh, do that, that we allow ourselves to, uh, we allow God to work on us, to, uh, to work on us to be able to control ourselves, be able to uh, deny uh, our flesh. Uh, some of the common questions is, and y'all can post your, com post your questions in the comments on the blog. But I know people ask, well, uh, if, you wait for, uh, if you wait for marriage, then uh, you don't know if that person can have sex or not, if, you, they, don't, if they can have sex real good or not. Or if they can satisfy you or what have you. Listen, 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 y'all. Uh, I'm telling you, listen, <laughs> listen, I've been, <laughs> I've been doing this thing for, for eight years. And uh, uh, first of all, first of all, is that, you know, especially, you know, if, you know, how, you know, how it is that a person, uh, you know, uh, pleases somebody or what have you, um, is that, one, when we get to that point, when y'all get married, I'm telling you, we're going we gonna to have some discussions and conversations. I've mean, I, I done a lot of reading, a lot of research, and a lot of practice. I've done, I done a lot of experimenting. So I know it works and I don't work. So I'm telling you, I, I can help you make sure that your, your sex life is good in your marriage. That ain't going to be no issue. Don't worry about that. I'm telling you, they, they, that ain't going to be no issue. Plus, most of the time, because people, you know, especially women, you worry about, you know, penis size or whatever. What if I hook up with him and he ain't, he ain't, he ain't hung or stuff like that? Listen, listen, listen. Most of, listen, mo most of the, the sensation that a woman feels, the, you know, is on the outside of her vagina anyway. It's not on the inside. And her clitoris is right above the vagina. So a lot of times, I mean, a lot of times y'all be faking it anyway. A lot of times you ain't, you know, it don't matter. I'm, think about this, man. 
Think about this. You ain't that hung. You ain't, especially if she didn't have kids. Nigga, a baby came out of there. You ain't doing nothing. So we gotta make sure we gotta make sure we understand that. Uh, and make sure that you know, so those things become issues because what was supposed to happen is that when you got married, it was supposed to be in your first time and his first time. So y'all was just supposed to be in there and just kind of figure this thing out together. But <laughs> so that's what was supposed to be happen. But what happened is we didn't we didn't got so freaked out over the years that now we have a certain expectation when we get into the bedroom now. And so that's where we gotta allow a God to change our minds and that our desires become different. So we don't, you know, so that we can have uh, a uh, a successful relationship uh, in the, uh, you know, in the bedroom and uh, overall. So we're going to dive deeper in that. Our next two lessons, um, saving the best for last and uh, um, proofness for freakiness. We're going we gonna, to we gonna talk about sex. I'm, if there, there are two things that I've been anointed to talk about, uh, and that is sex and money. And next week, we're going to talk about sex. Um, so, you know, get your, get your mind right. I'm telling you, because, you know, everybody want it, but don't nobody want to talk about it. Everybody want to, but don't nobody want to talk about it. So we're going to deal with it. We're going to make sure we have a solid foundation. We're going to make sure we understand what the Bible says uh, about sex and how God would have us to do things uh, and about uh, the, the beauties and the, uh, the things in which uh, we should do as it relates to that. And so we're going to dive deep into that uh, on this coming Thursday in, in our in message for um, Save the Best uh, for Last. Amen. Amen. Again, go to the blog. That's where you can post your questions, your comments. If there's somebody can cover a question that you got lingering in your mind, just get on the blog, ask the question for the benefit. Of, I tell y'all, go to the blog for the benefit of everybody. That way, everybody can kind of see the questions. Because a lot of people have the same questions that you have. Um, and so we can, we can get those questions answered. And that way, we can move on uh, from that. Uh, and then, of course, naturally, this message is going to be available uh, on the website at pastorjackson.org. You can go on there. Uh, and then, again, after the series, we're hoping to have uh, everything available on CD and DVD. DVD. So that should not be an issue. So uh, again, we got to make sure that we uh, spend enough time in each stage and each step. Uh, first intellectual, then emotional, uh, and then physical. Amen.